We begin with breaking news. Brett Kavanaugh's nomination to the Supreme Court has moved out of the Senate Judiciary Committee to the floor, but Republican Jeff Flake wants a one-week delay on the full Senate vote to allow for a full FBI investigation into sexual assault allegations against Kavanaugh, though he does say it would be limited in scope. Whether or not Brett Kavanaugh is ultimately confirmed to the high court, the impact of yesterday's extraordinary hearing involving the nominee and Christine Blasey Ford is sure to reverberate in this country for years, perhaps even decades. The issues surrounding the treatment of women, particularly when it comes to sexual assault, were brought into full view and left so many Americans with conflicted emotions. Joining us to talk about the impact of the hearing, Jean Sinsdak. She is Associate Director for the Center for American Women in Politics. Thanks for being with us. Oh, yes, thank you. How would you describe the impact of yesterday's hearing on our culture since everybody seemed to have stopped to either watch or listen? Right. Well, you know, it's so interesting because this last couple of years, we've really, as as we've all watched, um, really become such a political and cultural moment defined by women's frustration and anger about being treated badly by men in power. Um, and so, you know, we've seen it in a number of different ways in the last couple of years, you know, everything from the Me Too movement to having, you know, a presidential candidate who bragged about sexually assaulting women on tape, um, you know, then get elected and how women felt about that. So, all you know, there's a number of different things that have gone on, but all of this has been building to this moment. And so it was quite striking to see it all play out in the way that it did in the hearings yesterday. Well, it's fascinating to read all of the different accounts from women across this country. And while there are a lot of women who completely and intimately understand what Christine Blasey Ford went through and and Mm -hmm. support her coming out, there are other women who don't. I mean, it's not a monolithic group of people. Right, absolutely. And I mean, so all eyes are on what will happen going into the November elections with women voters. But as you said, they're not a monolith. Um, You know, the interesting thing about um, yesterday is that I'm not sure it changed. It's so polarized at this point that, you know, did it change anyone's mind? Um, Is anyone who was already supporting Kavanaugh feeling any differently about his testimony and and vice versa? But but what we certainly saw um, with Dr. Ford is that she came across very believably. She was very credible and very calm in her testimony. And that speaks to a lot of women out there who feel like they they have not been taken seriously um, through the years. So, you know, if that adds further fuel to sort of the rise of women's engagement in the political movement, you know, we'll see. But it's certainly it helps for sure. Adding to that point, when Anita Hill was on Capitol Hill during the Clarence Thomas hearings. Uh, Clarence Thomas was still confirmed as a Supreme Court justice, but Anita Hill sort of emerged as a heroine, and, and the issue of, uh, of women being treated badly certainly got a lot of notice. Does it matter here whether Kavanaugh is, is confirmed? I mean, didn't Christine Blasey Ford do a huge favor for the issue no matter what happens? I think no matter what happens, she certainly did. I mean, I, you know, there are We've heard that the sexual, the National Sexual Assault Hotline got, you know, a blow up in terms of the numbers of calls. They got a lot more calls um, since she testified. Um, a lot of people are talking about it today. During the Anita Hill time, there wasn't social media, and now there is, and so that obviously amplifies things. So there's just, you know, and, and people are having conversations um, all over the country at their, you know, at their breakfast table, at lunch, with their friends, with their colleagues about everything that's going on. 
So I think that no matter what happens, this issue will be on the forefront of people's minds for months to come, if not years and decades. How do you think this will change the situation for women moving forward in terms of finding their personal and political voices? Well, I think that, um, you know, what we saw after the Anita Hill, um, you know, although Clarence Thomas was still confirmed and a lot of, um, you know, that was very frustrating, obviously, for her and a lot of women in her situation, um, it, it gave a lot of women the motivation to go out and run for office, for example. We saw, you know, uh, it was the year of the woman after that. And, you know, it's been progress has not been skyrocketing, but it has been steadily increasing since then. Um, and I, I, you know, and it's so one of the things I've been wondering is, have they not seen the forest for the trees on this um, in terms of Republicans paying attention to how women voters feel about this? Um, because it doesn't seem like they've learned their lesson after the Anita Hill time. And, um, and now, you know, going into this, what with everything going on um, and the social media amplification of the issue and, 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 and sort of the frenzy that we're at now, I'm certain it's going to have an impact on the elections for sure. Gene, thanks for your thoughts. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. Gene Zinsdak is the Associate Director for the Center for American Women in Politics.